1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here today with a really exciting interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on, Big Marv, owner of Automation Goat Corporation, who helps business owners automate their business from lead acquisition through to fulfillment. He's also the host of Big Marv's network podcast with a mission to change the way people do business and capital should not be in the way. So thank you so much for jumping in today. Big Marv, I appreciate you taking the time of the day. I know how busy you are. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. How's it going?
2: It's going pretty fantastic. Like the the weather's great here in Oregon, so I can't complain.
1: Right on, right on. So before we really jump in and get started, we're gonna have some like we're gonna go over some wins. that's so working? We'll talk about the challenges um, that you faced. So we'll have some great conversation within that alone, um, great takeaways. But before we really jump into that, would you mind just giving us, you know, a little bit of your background? How did you get to where you are today? Because I think you're like doing absolutely fantastic and you're kicking butt out there. So I'd love to share with um, our listeners, you know, how you got to where you are today. Tell us of your course. story.
2: Yeah. So like you said, I'm big Marv. Um, my audience has dubbed me the automation king. So I, I've always been like computers and tech has come natural to me. I built my first computer when I was 10 years old and kind of just never looked back. I've always been, you know, an introverted super nerd. Like uh, you can talk to computers way easier than you can talk to humans. Um, So that that led me on my journey. Like growing up, my mom always told me like, you're the one for our family. You're going to grow up. You're going to be super like into tech. You're going to get a job at Microsoft and you're going to climb the ladder and you're going to be rich and set our family free because I came from like a broken home, nine siblings. Like I moved 30 times when Mm -hmm. I was a kid. And uh, so one day as the universe works, when I was an adult, I uh, came out to Washington where Microsoft is based. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to quit my job back home in Texas, come up here and get a job at Microsoft. So that's exactly what I did. Ended up getting an engineer position there quickly elevated up the ladder to leading the team, leading engineers. Uh, I was a consultant for them for almost a decade. Um, but when I climbed that corporate ladder, finally hit six figures, had a new car, eating steak every night, more fake friends. And, you know, I could count. I was depressed all the time. I was like, dude, is this it? Like, literally, I worked my whole life to get to this peak that my mom told me my whole life. This is, you know, what you're striving for. And so I knew I had to do something else, right? I knew I had to uh, figure out what that was, but I didn't quite understand what that was going to be yet. So um, I spent every dollar that I had to go down to this conference in San Diego, where I met up with this guy named Billy Jean. He runs Billy Jean, is marketing a big agency in California. And uh, I paid the extra money to get into his VIP room to ask him a question. And I just asked him like, Hey man, so I have all this tech experience and I know I could change people's businesses in life with automation and websites, but I don't quite understand how I can go out there and do that. This was before I was big mark. So um, at the time, Billy was a lot smaller and he actually consumed our content. So people that were active members in his group, which I was, so he, he already knew who I was. So he told me, you need to stop being a bitch and you need to go home and you need to be big Marv and you need to just go, go do it. And so that that's what I did. I went home and I created this big Marv character, the attractive character that I learned from uh, Russell Brunson. And that's I started awesome. really funnel videos. Like if you go back and look at 2017 videos on my YouTube, they're, they're terrible. Like 20 minutes of dead space, me barely, barely looking and talking to the camera. But I'm just sharing funnels with people. I'm always like, here, come build this funnel, build these emails, build these automations, build your brand. And within three months of just doing that every day, I was making 20, 20 grand a month. And wow. I, like I finally like cracked. I'm like, okay, this, this really, <laughs> this really works. Right. So I, works. I just mm-hmm started going and developing and i perfected something that i call the dual funnel system um but then the bigger the bigger problem arise people were like big marv the system is great and everything but to get all this software and make it work it's like 30 to 50 grand a year uh, so so then i had all my startups my new people with ideas that were like well, we just can't afford to follow your training and follow your strategy so i had to go back to the drawing board that's where I discovered this platform called High Level. I've discovered High Level while they were still in beta. I have like 6,000 hours into that platform now. And I built out my dual funnel system to run on that. So I started giving that platform and all the training and everything away for free. Again, here we are uh, two, three years later, we're running a multi six figure business. We've created uh, 14 millionaires from the process. 20, 30 multi six-figure businesses from the process. And, uh, we have a new problem like limitations of high level. So that's when automation goat was born. So we've been developing our own open source platform that we're going to release to the world that is free for everyone to use. So they can just jump in and figure out how to automate their business, take their time back, stop spending countless hours and minutes on, uh, Trying to, autom- you know, trying to run their business when they really should be working on the business rather than in it you know I want to cr- I want to help people create the same time freedom that I've created for myself um, over the years so like now that's my mission is I'm going to release this software and I'm, I'm going to help people take their time back and and live free because capital should never be a reason that you can't do what we do here
1: right that should never hold you back
2: mm-hmm. and so that that's the, the sum it up and and the, the last six years, that's what we've been doing. I jump, jumped from Microsoft, started automating small businesses. And like the, the impact that you make, money doesn't motivate me. What motivates me is the impact. So every year I've just been working on how can I impact more people. And I, I do that through through software and technology.
1: Amazing. Well, I'm so happy to hear all that, how everything has worked out for you. It's incredible. You know, you put the time and the work in and it's it's paid off, clearly, right? So we all know that with building a six-figure or higher or multiple six-figure business can be challenging at times, and there's the wins. What would you say is the greatest win? And what are some of the biggest challenges that you face throughout your journey?
2: So the biggest win for me was when i got my first client to multi-six figures right they're they're able to um basically quit their day job that's like most of the people that enter here they're they're, they have a day job they're trying to figure out how can i get out of this day job and run a sustainable business following my passion right Right. so so i i worked relentlessly on this book so it's my personal brand blueprint it's like a hundred day challenge and like this this was my biggest one it took us over two years to dial this in and make it work and now people every single time somebody goes through the blueprint and they create a six figure business from it like that that's a win for that's me that's
1: incredible that and, is a huge win
2: it's the fuel that that keeps me going
1: right and what would you say some of the biggest challenges were
2: Um staying consistent right uh Mm -hmm. because and we as entrepreneurs we do it to ourselves, right we set these audacious goals and these deadlines and we have to do this we have to do that we have to do this and if, if you change your mindset to well i i get to do this right i i get to show up and serve a tribe every day i get to show up and live in my passion i get to show up and change people's lives through something i really love to do um but when you're when you're just coming up right you're you're looking at people that are succeeding and are doing it and a lot of people they they find us even people that find me they see me here and they didn't see the last 4 years of bullshit that I had to go through to get to where I am now so i i would say my my biggest challenge was like kind of seeing through that bullshit and just understanding like it, the small consistent actions that you do every single day as long as you're you're dedicating time to hitting whatever that audacious goal is, you know, you'll get there. You don't need um, shiny toys, as I would call them, right? Like I I would download so many different lead magnets and download all these different trainings and say, I'm going to take a piece from this one and then a piece from this one and a piece from this one. And so it was very challenging to like dial in my own like lane and which way I was going to go without having the dedicated vision. So it it wasn't until I sat down and I was like, well, what is the goal? And I picked one strategy and just consistently worked every single day to dial in that single strategy to get me where I am today. Because the, the first two years were definitely a lot of fumbling, figuring out who do I follow? Whose strategy do I do? I guess my biggest advice from that is when you're looking at coaches and mentors or people to like follow. Don't just follow anyone because of their big name and their branding and whatever it is. Find someone who's absolutely killing it in your industry and just follow them and block out the noise, block out the shiny toys. Don't follow what other people are doing because there's a thousand ways to skin a cat and every single person that you follow is going to skin that cat differently. So pick one that aligns most with you, your core values, how
0: how you get there
2: and then just follow their roadmap and block out the rest of the shiny toys and, And bullshit because those things will take so much time from you and you're gonna just end up at the end of the week beating yourself up. Um it's kind of like with health, like you can't outwork a bad diet. So if you're working out every day but you're eating like shit, you're not gonna lose weight and hit your health goals. Your businesses are the same way. If you're downloading and consuming stuff from eight different coaches and you have eight different strategies and you're not laser focused on one, you can't outwork a bad strategy
1: right absolutely love um, i love everything you just shared there it's so valuable when did you start your podcast
2: uh three or four years ago can't i can't remember exactly when but it's like three or four years ago and the the and why didn't go ahead go ahead i was gonna say the premise of it was um i I had all these experts i don't believe in competition right Mm -hmm. because buy people not products and services we could give a presentation say the same exact same have the same slides we're still going to sell two different people in that room and so the premise was I have all these experts and all these people we're building brands now people into six and seven figure business owners I wanted to highlight them to my community and my tribe to like basically hey come join my podcast and tell your story so it's like we're going to sit down. I'm going to smoke a blunt and we're going to have a conversation and just get to know you and introduce you to the network. And Big Marv's network was born.
1: Wow. Incredible. So with your, your podcast, how, do you do mostly just interviews or do you do a little bit of both solo and inter and interviews for the episodes?
2: Well, right now it's all interviews, but the guy that manages my podcast and my PR guy were like, Marv, we need to uh, do some solo content. So I'm actually starting a new piece of Big Marv's Network where I'm reading, you know, great books, for example, right now I'm recording Extreme Ownership
0: mm-hmm. and it's
2: me sitting in a chair reading books and going through the point of books of why, why it's beneficial, how you can apply it to your business. And it'll basically be short, you know, 20, 30 minute episodes of us going through the most popular business books together. And so basically, that's like my network, but they're the, my author network.
1: Right. Interesting. Well, that's such a great idea. And so, with the people who come on as a guest, how do you go about finding these people? Do they are they referrals, or do they come to you, or do you post something? How does that work with you? How do you like? What's your?
2: I have a dedicated.
1: Um, funnel, I guess look like.
2: Uh, I have a dedicated funnel that I drive traffic to, where people can refer um, to it. Um, I have a short application that people fill out so basically if you if you want to be on big Marvs network you just have to be a business owner driven and hungry to uh succeed around whatever your passion is um right basically we just drive traffic organically through facebook and uh through my email list and through my network of colleagues
1: Gotcha. Yeah, no. So you have like, a you have criteria that they have to meet for in order for them to come on the show, which is really good because then you can, you know, you're getting quality people that are in line with your visions and stuff like that as well. Jumping on. Right.
2: Exactly. One of the things that I actually learned with my podcast and you guys do a bit of it here on podcast rebels is um, when you're interviewing guests, they need to be colleagues or peers. In your network, they need to associate with your tribe, right? So in the beginning, I was interviewing any, I didn't care who you were. If you had a personal brand, you could get on the show. And so um, I was actually kind of kicking myself because like if I interview musicians, for example, right, which are great, they have great following, they brought tons of traffic to the podcast. The only problem is the average person that listened to that episode was listening for the musician and they weren't actually like potential prospects for me and what I do. And, and if you're going to utilize a podcast as a way for lead acquisition and to grow your business really need to be um, diligent with like, who are you bringing into your sphere? Because it sh- you should be creating a, a sphere that feeds itself. Right. So if you're right. leveraging people's, um audiences which is what you do when you interview on other people's podcasts or bring people to your podcast it's important to know that whatever their audience is is going to be a good audience for you and the other people that you've had you know on your podcast so I actually learned that lesson through you know my own podcast because like if you google it it's the first five pages of google but it's we also drove a lot of traffic to the podcast that we were having trouble for a minute there trying to find like new guests and people to come onto the podcast because it was all over the place. There was no like consistency in who we were interviewing and why we were interviewing them.
1: Wow! Yeah, yeah, and I think it's important to like. We don't have to, all the time in the world to inf- interview everyone, right? So it has to be very like for us. We have a minimal viable customer uh, characteristics that we follow. So they have to sell high um, ticket offer offer, whether it's a program or a product of some sort. <clears throat> have to have a podcast because we have a podcast, right? They also have to, you know, um, be at, uh, be at least six figures or higher, and. Those are the people that will get on to podcasts with. Otherwise we like we, there's not enough time in the day to, you know, interview everyone as we would love to, but we really want to make it quality and valuable, you know, to, as to what we're already doing and relatable. So I think that's great that you're already implementing that and stuff. You, have, you know who you're looking for and who you want to bring on, which is great.
2: Yeah, it is uh, the biggest Piece of advice I can give anyone starting a podcast. It's like, make sure you have your audience dialed in because it's, it's not only for you, but it's for your, the people that you're interviewing as well and you're listening.
1: Absolutely. Very valuable. Yeah. So, what is your biggest uh, focus with your podcast this year?
2: Uh, I, so it's, it's just to relaunch it, get it out there, uh, right. and get get some more heavy hitters on on the podcast uh actually to be completely transparent i i have a pr team and i have a podcast team i don't manage or run my own podcast i'm kind of like yeah. the fake so they come to me and they say marv this is who you're interviewing this is why you're interviewing them and so I, I, I trust my team that they're right. lining up with the right people and i go do my part as big marv to to show up and give to the audience
1: Right, right, and so off of these interviews, do you often like from there? Do you get book sales calls or to close deals with your uh, business, or how does it like affect your business?
2: So people watching the show, like yeah, we get I get consistent leads and bookings from the show yeah. all the time. But another beautiful thing is like the experts that I'm interviewing. So for example, um, we had Nelly from Nelly's Marketing on our uh, podcast. He's an agency owner. I helped him, he's one of my previous students. We helped him build an agency. And now he runs all the ads for myself and my clients. So we we're able to negotiate an exclusive agreement to where we leverage each other's business. I'll build automations for him and his clients and he'll run paid traffic for me and my clients. So, like some of the guests will work out partnerships or where we just leverage each other's network because we both like understand that we have different levels of expertise. And then outside of that, when when you're interviewing those people in the space, your listeners and people watching will all, hopefully always learn something from the podcast and they, they realize your expertise and what you do. And so they naturally want to reach out and see how can they get affiliated with you, whether that's being on the podcast as a guest or that's looking at your team and your systems and how they can hire you. Um, yeah, it, it, I I get consistent like bookings and like directly just from the podcasts.
1: Love it. And how do you monetize your podcast? I know you said you had a team. Do they take care of all of that?
2: Yeah, distribution. So like I said, if you Google Big Marv's Network, it's the first five pages of Google. And that's because mm-hmm. I have a really great podcast team that they distribute it everywhere. So. We, we have the audio that goes on all the audio platforms. Um, then we have the video. So like, then we can take the video and put it on YouTube. Or some of the podcast platforms support video now. Um, right. and, and then I can hand it to my media team, which will cut up the episodes or find power quotes and things like that. And I can use those as reels, stories, independent right. posts on Facebook. We can write whole articles on Medium or Harrow around it you know where you interviewed someone and you recap the interview you can use tools like otter.ai to transcribe the episode and pull all the text out to create like quote cards that you use on social media so from like a pure content standpoint and you can take a single podcast episode and create 30 to 50 pieces of content from that single episode from
1: and one it's episode
2: omnipresent it drives seo like um, and then distribution. So that that's a another thing that entrepreneurs struggle with is like, how do I become omnipresent and create all this? Like, if you have a podcast, because so every single interview, you now have another thirty to fifty pieces of content that you can redistribute to your different right. social channels.
1: Right, right. So, based on where you are today, if you were to double or triple your profit and revenue what would you have to change or what would some new challenges be?
2: It's actually a challenge I'm going through currently. So like, you don't, you don't want to have any single points of failure in your business. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a single point of failure that I have in my business currently is my high ticket offers is I'm personally flying out to someone's location to review their operations and write a strategy on how we can get them their time back. And now I've gotten to a point where I'm literally flying out somewhere else every single week and I can only do so many, right? Cuz I'm only one person. I can only fly out to mm-hmm. so many locations. So I'm I'm trying to scale beyond the 100k a month mark and um, it's just really difficult to do being the only guy that can fly around and do those you can things do so- the offer Uh, I'm having to create processes to basically replicate myself so I can train someone else to do some flying for me and basically build a team of representatives that can represent the automation Goat corporation and fly out and meet these clients and give them the same, you know, experience that I give them when I fly out there personally. So that's actually the bottlenecks in my business right now. So if you're, if you're going through your, your business one, like, you starting with lead acquisition, or you go lead acquisition, sales, fulfillment, and retention. Look at all those different things and say, what What are humans doing that a robot could potentially be doing? Right? Where can you use automation to supplement human interaction? And then two, where are my single points of failures? Like if this guy calls in, does the business still run? Right? If can we
1: the, still make it if, run? Yeah.
2: This guy gets hit by a car tomorrow. Is their knowledge in his head that'll collapse the business. So um di- dialing in processes, like it's important to like have processes dialed in as well. Um, because as you start scaling your business, you know, you, you can typically get to 20, 30K a month as a solopreneur and band-aid stuff together and kind of figure it out. But to really scale beyond 30 and 50K a month, you kind of need a team that's going to help elevate your business. So you can work on more revenue generating activities. And I've lost close to a hundred thousand hiring people at the wrong times or just hiring the wrong people flat out. Uh, And that's because I didn't, I I waited until I was in the shit to hire someone versus having the processes and being prepared um, because like, if, if you have somebody that's really good, strong, worth, ethic, and, you know, they, they have tough skin, you can bring somebody into the shit with you and baptize them right. by fire, like to call it, and you figure out the processes and things along the way. But if it, if you're proactive and you already know, like, I'm going to grow my business to 100 K plus a month, or I'm going to grow my business to 50 K plus a month, start looking at what you're doing on a daily basis and documenting, like you can use, you can use doc, Google Docs, whatever it is document everything that you're doing in these different processes of your business from lead acquisition through retention um that way you're not the only person that does it solopreneurs a lot will get in their head like no i'm the only guy even myself all right i'm the automation king who who else is going to fly around and do this stuff i had to overcome those obstacles and check my ego at the door and just be like in order to grow every time i'm doing this i'm following a process so i can teach this to to someone else
1: duplicated yes and then still generate more income as your team grows right
2: exactly so um that would probably be the big the biggest thing like as you're scaling is like those processes are going to make or break your company
1: right Right. amazing well thank you so much for taking the time like i said earlier taking the time out of your day i know how busy you are and um it was an absolute pleasure having you on today big mark but before we jump off i know we're getting close to the end of the episode i just want to make sure if anyone's looking to connect with you what would be the best way about getting a hold of you or connecting with you
2: Uh, you can reach out to me on social media or go directly to my website marvinsworld.us and shoot me a message or hop on my calendar if you want to check out the book and get more familiar with my brand, you can go to bigmarpsblueprint.com. and download it fair warning, there's a 103-day automated sequence behind that book because I'm going to walk mm-hmm. you through a single day of the 100-day challenge so you can get that personal brand built and of course there's call to actions and things throughout that sequence that lets you get right on my calendar if you have trouble understanding uh, I'm I'm here for, you know, Everyone that is looking to take their time back and leverage technology and automation um, to scale their business.
1: Love it. Thank you so much for sharing Big Marv. And everybody, you know how to get in contact with him. So go ahead and start today. A group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're six figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on, just like Big Marv did today for an interview, we'd love to have you. So go to podcastrebels.com. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you so much, Big Mar, for taking the time out of your day. Absolute pleasure to have you on. I hope to get you on again in the future. And we'll catch everyone on the next episode. Bye, guys. Thank
2: you.
1: Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free